Yes, it's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. Howdy, folks. I'm Sleazy B. Martini, entrepreneur extraordinaire. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. This is Curtis Armstrong, and you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time. The dangling thumb. And you're listening to Quality Time Broadcast. And they paid me does mess up like technical or whatever just remember it's a hundred percent all your fault and then you know we'll move on and look if, if it's if it's if it's just a tiny little inconvenience i will tear the fuck what out of this room. what the fuck is going on i'm throwing this out there now field trip for quality time we go to a rage room someday together and just break shit I have a range room. It's called my house. Yeah, it's called so. his entire. But Jer- if you just want to go and break stuff, give him seven dollars. He'll he'll let you go. He'll let if you I go get, at it. If I give myself, I can just tear up my cabinets in my kitchen to literally grab rats and kill them with my bare hands. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, you my will. rage room is my toilet because what I do in there is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Gang, let's kick it into high gear here. Welcome to Quality Time. I'm one third of your host, Mr. Eric Woodworth. I'm joined by, uh, you know, by blood, my brother, Jeremy P. Woodworth. Jeremy, how are you? Um, yeah, I was thinking, so I, I didn't have a quip uh, or a <laughs> something because I'm I'm. You're slowly becoming the Scott Reardon of this podcast right now. I um. I. I am the, the true uh, Josh Spiegel, but I'm a little less Jewish. That is true. Give it up for our friend Jewish Jeremy. Uh, we're also joined by the lovely, talented, the the lady with a rat's nest in the back of her neck, Miss Ashley Pontius. Ashley, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm not Ashley. Oh, no. Who's joining us? <laughs> I'm Justin Spiegel. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Holy moly. Look at the size of those tits on Eric. I just want to fucking milk you like you belong at a rudder. That was my nickname in high school. Rudders. Um, I don't I don't fucking know. Blue Chew. MCW. Waitresses that I get. (laughs) Shonies, 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 Macabre, Shonies. Um, you got my it. favorite. My favorite uh, DJ is uh, James Schlegel. James Schlegel. James there Schlegel. you go. Well, welcome back. We're here for another enthralling episode of the Quality Time. Jeremy, you just came back from uh, Monster Mania, New Jersey. Yes, and uh, I saw that you got to meet some more famous actors. Uh, uh, extraordinaire too in particular i don't think you'd had ever met before uh do you have any special tales from yesterday jeremy 
I was trying to remember all my stories. Uh, let's go through the list. If you want to, we could kick it to Ashley and come back to you while you gather yourself. Would you like to gather yourself for a moment? Just five more minutes. Okay. okay. Oh, are we part back to the uh, Jeff's segment? Yeah. I, I have a Jeff segment for my portion of it, so don't worry. I, I'll have that for later. Um, uh, I'll try to make this quick. It'll take me like 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so so the, uh, it was hot as balls yesterday. It sure was, yeah. And, and it was a sold-out show. It was a sold-out show. Was he th- could hear the roar of the crowd. What? He pictured the scene. Was this at the... His the crowd at Massimania Green. Um, was this okay. at the, uh, the, the steamboat place uh, in New Jersey? Atlantic City was it or is this Cherry Hill? Where was this Monster Mania? This is Cher- Cherry Hill Monster Mania. Okay. Uh, it was eighty-five outside, and it was only eighty-four inside. Ooh, uh, a whole degree of difference. Except, because except the inside probably has the humidity of thousand nerds all combining into one smell. There's also uh, a degree of difference between me and Eric. He has one and I don't. Okay. There was so many so many Silent Hill cosplays that are so heated up with really got fat guys like me but worse. Wait, Jeremy, Silent Hill, are these guys all pyramid head? Exactly. No, they're, oh. they're, they're all they're all dressed up as the scary nurses with big tits. <laughs> yes. But also um I was so hot as balls, much like uh, Jamaica. Uh, I couldn't even put my clown makeup on. Oh. I literally made my my outline in the bathroom, and I started to do some blue makeup. Like I can't even do this. I can't do my cosplay. Yeah, you just I, looked. You just looked like a a, a a fucking vanilla ice cream cone in a sauna as soon as you tried to put it on just and i had really it. i had really good uh makeup and i couldn't use it mm. uh let's go through a, a real real stories so <laughs> so no a makeupless clown that as you're going about there uh do you tell hey, people i have like, a name hey do you tell people like hey later i'm gonna photoshop on my makeup can you just pretend i'm a clown when i'm next to you you're like are you acting these actors to be scared of you <laughs> uh the sad thing the sad thing is i've been doing this like 15 years nobody knows who i am unless i'm pogo and people that know me like real acquaintances almost friends they still don't even recognize me mm-hmm. i feel like clark kent or uh or <laughs> yeah nobody ever wants to meet peter parker they want spider-man i get it wait i like the idea that instead of superheroes having to hide their identities jeremy's a villain and this his whole show is about him going about his day and then at night he's killing people committing crimes you're like our own psoriasis dexter yeah and then and then right as after they're dead they're covered with psoriasis (laughs) it's your calling card they're like oh in the the shape of an axe he left skin 
the fu- the funny part is every victim of like the family is like, hey, he wasn't a big old fat girl, was he? <laughs> <laughs> they had all the skin. <laughs> his uh, his his villain name is called Snowstorm, <laughs> but the cops the cops the cops originally called him Mar- Parmesan. Uh, so who, who knew we had two blizzards on the podcast? Um, <laughs> Jeremy, no, I'm gonna call you, Jeremy. I'm gonna call you Harmajan cheese. Harmajan. Harmajan. So you you met a couple of big name actors. I saw wasn't one of the guy the guy who played Rorschach and he was the uh, Fre- Freddy from uh, the the remake or the reboot of uh, Friday the 13th, or Nightmare on Elm Street, where they made him a real child molester. And this one, they hammered home the molest in the new let's, one. Let's talk about the most important part of his career was the character of Donald in Get a Life as the, <laughs> as the cousin. The cousin Donald. Well, wasn't he also, do you know, Jeremy, wasn't he also in um, Shutter Island? Yeah, he was uh, the, the yeah crazies, I don't right? even know that movie. Okay. I, I saw it once and I forgot it. I think it had uh, Leonardo DiCaprio or something. It did. Uh, Ashley, he's living Shutter Island right now. <laughs> we we just put the white coat back on and we're like, yeah, you're you're a murder clown, uh huh. I, I gotta be honest, I am surprised that it's him and not me as the main star who kills my children because I'm bipolar. <laughs> So I literally got an actual cutter shirt made from uh, Breaking Away. His name is Jackie Earl uh, Earl Gray. No, it's Jackie Earl Haley, mm-hmm. and uh, he was very nice. Uh, when you walked up, you went, "Hey, it's nice to meet you." Hey, I'm usually dressed up as a clown. I hope you feel comfortable in my regular skin. <laughs> So I met uh, I met the uh, lead singer, i.e. Uh, Slipknot. I don't know his name because I'm old, but I, I, I could. Corey I can pro- uh, Taylor from Slipknot. Yes. Corey yes. Taylor was at Monster Mania. That's a big. That's pretty huge. That's amazing. Yeah, it'd be great if I could have afforded to actually meet him or sit, get a picture, or a, but I can't. Because they're expensive as fuck. Yeah, I bet you he has a long line. He's got to be one of the headliners, I would assume there. Yeah, uh, I did at least. I brought my phone. I have my fucking phone. Who doesn't have a fucking phone now? (laughs) Jeffrey Jeffrey or Reber. Uh, So I I actually got a mobile rotary phone here the other day. It's attached to this back. You got to. It runs off of of three car batteries, so I carry in this backpack around so that I can have a rotary mobile phone. Right here, yeah. You all you gotta do is actually. It, I've kind of rubbed the numbers off, so you just have to make the click sounds so it dials right. But it works. It works real good. <laughs> I've never met Jeffrey, <laughs> but from everything you guys have told me, I feel like it wouldn't even be that. He would just have a carrier pigeon shoved into his pocket, and he's like, "I'm gonna text you," and just throws the bird out. <laughs> Here, I bent I bent these bird legs into letters, so that's what I really want to say to you, Ashley. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey uh, could work a uh, suicide hotline, line, and after five minutes, everybody would die. They were like, so. "Okay, we'll see you later." <laughs> Please make it stop. <laughs> make it end. So hold on. Hey, if you see if you see Jesus, ask him when the next Jackson Brown's coming up. No. The idea that Jeffrey's so awful that a domestic helpline is like, you know what? I think me and my wife beat her husband can make it work. I don't want to call you anymore. 
<laughs> I'll take this. I'll take the talking with hands for five hundred, please. No, being beaten is so much better than talking to Jeffrey. So. Oh yeah, I would. I a hundred percent would rather go three minutes with Brock Lesnar than spend an entire hour with our uncle Jeffrey for sure, for sure. So I talked. I talked to him, and I was a fan of his big breakout hit, uh, the the Stone Sour song called Looking "Through the Glass." Through the glass. Yeah, yeah. And I made a I made a video from uh, Excalibur, the John Borman film, and he's like, "Oh, John Borman, man, he was kicking ass." He and he and he seemed impressed, and he and he watched the video for like thirty seconds to a minute. And he's like, I, "I I don't have time for this." I'm like, "Well, you can watch it on YouTube." You know, he he was actually seeming like he was actually uh, impressed. But either way, it was nice to share with him. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't afford Harry Hamlin. Harry Hamlin was a big time actor in the eighties uh, from uh, L.A. Law. He's and, still alive. What is? Yes, that? he's very old. Uh, he was the 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 sexy sexy guy in uh, Clash of the Titans, second only to <laughs> from Beastmaster with what's his name. So yeah. Uh, so I I talked to him. I was like, hey, I made this for you. Um, cause I tried to make the video for uh, Larry Drake right before he died. So I also showed the video to, uh, Corbin Burnson and, uh, I showed the video to, uh, Harry Hemme. He's like, Oh, this is awesome. This is fun. This is hilarious. He was like smiling and almost, almost laughing from all the clips from other movies from all the, 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 did I show you the video from LA law? No idea what you're talking about, but I'm just, I'm just nodding along at this point. I thought, is it something you made recently or, or before? It's probably I like 30 it, years I made ago. It, I made it like five, seven years ago. I think I have yeah. seen that before. I think you had sent it to me. Either way, it has uh, the best scene from Richard Dreis. Richard Dreisen. Richard Dysart. <laughs> no. Having, having his arms bitten off in the thing. So that's Richard mm. Dreisart. Yes. Okay, nice, nice. Jeremy, you so. better not be having another stroke. <laughs> It's another day. It's another day. Here we go. So, so I I got uh I got a picture with um, uh Dennis Quaid. Yeah, and, that was uh, your, I thought probably your biggest pick that you had yesterday was Dennis Quaid. And he kind of looked like uh, um meth head uh, David Letterman. Yeah, okay. Andy Quaid. Yes, which is my favorite line yeah, Randy from uh, Gillen Gillenhall. You know that two ferns. Yeah. To be clear, you didn't meet Dennis Quaid. You met Randy Quaid. What's the difference? Uh, a lot, actually. Uh, I don't <laughs> listen. I don't enemy mind if you get this wrong, but uh, <laughs> he's a different actor altogether. Um, I why can't would, tell the difference. Listen, I would meet Randy Quaid the day after tomorrow. Dennis, <laughs> Dennis Quaid adopts aliens while Randy wants to blow him to smithereens. That's the best way to remember it. Like one guy. Uh, uh, the, the one guy is actually named Estimed. The other guy is named Sheen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I can tell they're different actors. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gloria Estevez. Um, anyway, um, so that was good. Did any any other fun news? Does any other actor hate you now? Did Gary Busey show up and molest people? What is the juicy news? Uh, the, going around the community. Uh, should I make something up? I'm really ju juicy. I can't make it up. 
but uh, the Joker was there from Monster Mania, and he didn't recognize me. Finally, I showed him a picture with him at Monster Mania. He's a he's the newest Joker. He's a, a version of Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Okay, so you mm-hmm. met another one of your clown friends. Okay, so he said, uh, "What? That's you, dude." Now that I see you in real person, I thought you were like 80 years old. <laughs> so the clown makeup really, really youngens you ages up. You. you know, it makes you no, look it's like ages you, right? And then finally, he even doubled down. He's like, I thought you were 86. <laughs> and this guy, this guy was 35, but I could understand if he was like 21 or something. But no, wait, I think we're, we're misunderstanding. Is he saying when you're in the when you're in the makeup and then when he met you before as John Wayne Gacy, that he thought you were so old. And now that he sees you now, he's like, oh, you're a much younger. Oh, That's dude, you're only Jeremy. You only look like yes. you're 60. That's great, man. Holy shit. I, I told him as he left, he's like, hey, I'm a thespian trapped in a man's body. And he looked at me like, what? It's an old joke, okay? Thespian <laughs> sounds like lesbian, okay? You know, now it get, doesn't mean doesn't mean I'll suck any kind of dick. Yeah, okay? now shut up and show me your man pussy. So, <laughs> so the the my my highlight of the night, my highlight of the night was leaving the show. There's two clowns in the parking lot. Both of them are pretty young, and they have like weird, uh, what do you call it? Stripey kind of like mime. Uh, clown makeup, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Hey, can I get pictures with you guys?" Uh, and they're like, "Okay, I got a picture." I couldn't even tell they were both female at first. Okay, and then the other female talks to the other guy. All of a sudden, oh, it's a dude. So it's a dude. All of a sudden, he says, "Oh, I, I forgot my knife. I got to go get my knife." And he runs like a woman to his car. I was like. I think that guy's gay. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> good. And I good really idea. wanted to have sex with him. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Aww, we no, could have had sex. No, but listen, as a regular person, disgusting. And you got to get the makeup <laughs> on. Otherwise, you can't jug a blow that guy. Um. <laughs> so the kids the kids uh, had fun, and I didn't have any cards for him or her. So, um, Well, Eric, his favorite drink would be Gago. Yeah. <laughs> They definitely were not juggalos. Oh, uh, all right. Well, that's fair enough. Um, or, 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 or whatever they're called, the bugaloos. I think so. Oh, I th- that's the bugaloos. My, the bugaloos. My favorite. They have sex doing drugs. Doing. It's my favorite <laughs> Destiny's Child song. Uh, yeah. So that's all my stories. I can't make up anything nice and and um, scintillating and juicy. All right. Well, that's good. Um. I'm glad that you you went. Did you do you feel like uh, has this been the f- first time you've been to a con where uh, now you feel almost back to your old self pre-stroke, Jeremy? No, but I wish I could have uh, clowned up because it, it gets me high, but I can still stalk people. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, listen. Sometimes you got to go and get reconnaissance and find out what how these fuckers tick. The clown they see a million miles away. The guy with a couple sores on his body, he's not going to hurt anybody. I have a really, I have a really close acquaintance, and he kind of looks like Tote from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I literally walked up to him 
and took a picture right by him. I went to the other side of the room, like 50 feet in plain sight, and I sent him a picture of him on the couch. <laughs> 30 seconds later, he's looking like, who, who the fuck? Who? You, you just sent me a picture. You, you look, and, and he's looking around for like a minute. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm in plain sight. And he doesn't recognize me as the clown. So he doesn't even know what I look like. That's Because perfect. he's seen me for at least six, seven years now. <laughs> Jeremy, you do have Robin Williams and one hour photo vibes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I, then I, you went to his house and jerked off in his bathroom. Nice. Hey, I, I, do, I do photography all the time. Hell yeah. Well, that's good. Well, I'm glad. I think you were, uh, I, I mentioned this to Ashley yesterday, Jeremy, but you look, uh, I know you've been taking some medication for your skin. You actually look like a, a, a presentable human being lately. Can I say that? I can't wait to die of cancer. See, and I know, but look, neither can I. You look beautiful, um, though. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I said, Jeremy? You know what I said to Eric yesterday? Because you we were talking about how good you look, how much happier and healthier your skin looks. And I said to your brother, I was like, oh, my God, Eric, are you the ugly Woodward? Yeah, I'm the piece of shit now. Thanks. Get off yeah. your meds. No. <laughs> when, Jeremy, when do we tell Eric we keep him on the pod as a pity fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it, in, in my heart of hearts, and I know this is really bad to say, but it is true. Okay. I like Eric fatter. Oh, okay. That oh, was not okay. where I thought it was going to go. I was waiting for you to be like, I like Ashley thinner. <laughs> <laughs> I keep introducing her to gypsies. None of them are working. <laughs> Ashley, a Ashley, in my heart of hearts. You're you're beautiful exactly the way you are. So that is so nice, Jeremy. I was gearing up to come to your house and shoot you. That's such a nice thing for you to say. <laughs> Thank you. Also, if you also have butter in your hands, like a full stick, that makes you even more lovely. Aww. Thank you. I've never had men hit on me the way they did during that photo shoot. I can't give you enough money for it, though. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but if you still have a stick of butter, I'll be game. How do you right. feel about tub margarine? Ooh. Oh, it's I, I, I can't hand. believe it's not butter. It's not going to be butter after I'm done with it. <laughs> isn't Tub Margarine, isn't that the song by uh, uh, Chumbawamba? Yeah. I get margarine. <laughs> I love again. <laughs> We're going to get her down. She takes a butter drink. She takes a butter drink. Uh, butter <laughs> drink. <laughs> <laughs> Shit in the night away. <laughs> So, Ashley, what have you been up to? I know you've been out doing shows, filming stuff, doing this, doing that, seeing movies. What's new in the world of Ashley Pontius? You're right. I've been doing a lot. Um, oh, man. But the first thing I want to tell you boys about is not comedy related. And I have to tell you that when I hinted earlier this week that I had something I wanted to share with you, mm. it is so bad that I was debating driving my car off the road because the intrusive thoughts of what had happened was so bad. All right. Um, we're, I'm going to try and get this out. This is going to be, <laughs> for me at least, I find this is mortifying. Okay. So I. Should, should, uh, we, should we just make this a uh, Patreon now? 
Right. <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm at work. Um, what? This was maybe Tuesday or something. Tuesday, Wednesday this week. And um, it's like two hours before the end of the day. And my boss says, hey, he sends an email just to me titled, hey. And the body of the message says, I need you to come to my office and you're not going to like this conversation. Okay. Ashley called into the office for a private convo. And I'm trying not to, because I'm like, I'm getting fired. What would I, what did I do? Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting, I'm getting fired. I'm in trouble for something. Or like, maybe he found our podcast and he's like, the way you talk about the Jews. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> you know, like, I'm just. We're an accounting I, firm. You know that, right? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Eric, that's hilarious. But I'm just, I'm overwhelmed. I'm terrified. I'm shaking because I don't know what's coming. And I come in, but he does have a smile on his face. I'm like, mm. He's like, hey, hey, I don't want to have this conversation. I need you to sit down. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, okay. What's what's happening? And he's like, I, Ashley, I'm terrified to have this conversation with you. And I go, okay. <laughs> what's about to happen? And he goes, I can tell how scared he is. And he goes, hey. Hey, so I've been doing some math. <laughs> and there's only one person in this office <laughs> that, that has a working pussy. <laughs> and that's you. Okay. Only and working like, pussy. And I, and I can tell what's, what's sort of gearing up. And I'm like, oh my God. We're going to call my boss Rob. Mm-hmm. And I go, Rob, what are you about to tell me? And he goes, Ashley, I think, (laughs) I think you might be on your period. Oh, no. (laughs) Either somebody shot a deer and they're they're tracking the trail or it's you. (laughs) My eyes are getting huge. (laughs) And I go, what are you telling me? And he goes, I think (laughs) he's like i think there's evidence that you don't know about that got left behind this afternoon oh no and i was like no what 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 does it does it look like somebody lost an episode of uh nickelodeon's guts in the bathroom no wait it's just um heavy flow heavy flow Uh didn't know it had gone places like messier than one would expect is what I'm getting at okay. okay and so he's just like hey I just I don't think you know that you have like a crazy heavy flow stay my eyes are huge because this is humiliating and disgusting of me so you're done and you're, your 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 boss is kind of like he was like listen we just wanted to say uh, uh you have a sick flow and we don't mean like vanilla ice I mean it's <laughs> hey Ashley, our bathroom is not the door of a Jewish family in Egypt. <laughs> People are passing over the angel of death. They're 
like, uh-oh, pussy blood. Better move on. This house is taken. <laughs> Hmm, is your family Gentiles? Because there's a dead baby in here. Um, <laughs> it sure doesn't look gentle. <laughs> was there, was, was there seriously, was was it just like a fingerprint or just a little rub on the door or what? No. Was, so, so essentially we're talking like that maybe some blood had dripped onto, because it was when you guys pee. On the side of the well, toilet. It comes up. Yeah. Oh, just a little, just, a, you know, you just got a little face paint but, there. That's no big deal. Right. But just, but like, he makes a fair point, though, that like in the office, you don't really want to be lifting your fucking toilet seat. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, yeah, look, her blood. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, someone's been finger painting in their pussy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but I'm just, my eyes are huge. And he's like, Ashley, I. I'm just, I hate the way I, I just felt that I just wanted to be an adult man about this and just tell you, but he's like, are you, your face, are you okay? And I'm just staring there, looking at him like this. Mm-hmm. And I go, hey, Rob, I would have preferred you just fired me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. just, oh my God, just uh- horrible. I don't want to. I don't want to take a take or or uh, your fire. That uh, I've been really impressed when I just like shoot a cannon at the back of the of, of the toilet when I just fire back at the top mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh yeah, it's gonna stay there. And I don't. And I, I don't. I, there's never gonna be a, a brush at, at like a at, at a at a at a fucking <laughs> McDonald's bathroom. I'm like. Well, that's going to stay. <laughs> yeah, Jer- Jeremy's, I think, goal every time he takes a dump is to make it look like the texture of a uh, Nestle's Crunch Bar. Um, uh, either either me or my <laughs> wife, uh, easily, I can easily say the bottom of our, of our toilet seats are frighteningly horrible. That there's probably so much urine on the under... <laughs> I'm happy. You can be so so honest. Also, Jeremy, it does haunt me that again I continuously remind myself that I must be so unlovable and flawed as a person because all of you are married. Um, but it's not. It's fine. I don't think about it every I, hour of my life. Um, I, I remember. I remember the Mike Mike O'Mara, the Don and Mike show. It was one of the the questions that they went through a list of the things that you've done mm-hmm. as as sins. And one of the one of the sins was that did you have sex with a woman in her period? And I'm like, oh, I've definitely done that. And the worst part, and the worst part, this should be in Patreon, where I actually uh, did that to the point where uh, I left the mess on a on a on a stairway, um, in a stairway. Oh, and I remember, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking. Wait. Uh, hey, I finger painted in the stairway. So, <laughs> Jeremy, are you telling us young? You're telling us young Jeremy was slaying period puss. Yeah, I was. I was. I was, a do- I was a dog back then. I had no conscience, and I, I, I didn't know that it was like a sin back then that like you could uh, uh, have a Rorschach in your in your in your underwear. So, I almost asked a dumb question. Which was I was gonna be like, oh my god, could there be like a young Jeremy out running around in the world? But you said period sex, so no. It was definitely period sex. Mm, definitely. That's, 
and and and, and fingers. So, hmm. see, that's why I'm I was I was very I feel less I, gross. I, I was might I might as well have been Prince been when I was young. Um, I feel less gross. So I've never you. had red. I've never had Red Wings though. You know, there's period sex, but when it's not that, this is just considered a run-on sentence sex. Um, anyway, the um, moving on from uh, the period fucking, what else has been going on? Yeah. <laughs> <Actually>. <laughs> as much as I could hear about Jeremy so, yeah, that fucking was... on uh, periods, I as much as I could listen to that I all day. I didn't see that coming. Um, n- neither I, did I she. Don't wanna, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to one up uh, Ashley. I'm trying to make no. you feel better. Yeah, myself. you didn't one up me. You made me feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. So we're good. Um, so yeah, so that happened. That was a doozy. Um, and then I went to the taping. Eric knows I went to the taping of Megan Graves first comedy special, which was beautiful. I had a great time. Friend of the show, Brandon Laskier was the producer. So that was fantastic. I had a really great time. Um, had, I hope I had, I felt I had an amazing set. Um, and then last night I went to the family homestead. Of a Mr. Alfred Barnes, who has Shout been out. on this friend of the show, uh, has been a guest. Yeah. I think on two occasions, as I recall. Yeah, yeah. So we had a, a great time. Uh, it was a luau. I got to do the haka. That was very cool. Ate a lot of pork, a lot of pasta, drank a lot. Okay, and I am sober-ish. And in my right mind, like I'm not, you know, I'm not intoxicated, but it's time to leave. I've been there for six hours. I want to go home. Yeah. Yeah. But there is someone in the port john moving a vessel out to port because they're taking a long time. And uh, I'm like, they must be shitting in there. Sinking a whole Titanic and they got to break off the other side. I got it. Exactly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so you boys know me and i'm like well i'm gonna pee out here under the stars yeah you're gonna gonna spray like a cat yeah i like i like to (laughs) pee with a view um so so i open up the sides of my car doors to form like a stall so i can yeah have a little privacy right yeah Mm -hmm. but i don't realize that you can actually kind of see me from the stage that they have where Al is jamming away with his family band. Okay. And they're playing of Al, God bless you. Like you're talented. And so is your family, but they were kind of playing what he himself called very loose covers, meaning they are the real songs, but they're not played well. Yeah, um, they're an interpretation of it. There may be yes. some few notes that are off. Kind of yeah. like a Jeremy Woodworth solo. He has a solo that he does in every song. It's just played at different speeds, tempos, and mutes. That's, yeah, I mean, so essentially what you're hearing, right? You a little stray chord dink every now and again. Oh, that was not the right note. Don't matter. Keep jamming. Yeah, so it's kind of happening like that, and it, it dawns on me what song is being played while I'm peeing. Mm-hmm. And this is what I hear as I'm pissing away. <laughs> there goes my hero. Watch her as she pees. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> it's 
So, oh, uh, so they they did. They, uh, I guess you'd consider them the poo fighters. Um, <laughs> there you go. I just couldn't believe. I was like, oh man, there's something about this that's very um, surreal. That you're like, I'm peeing in this field while listening to a cover of the Foo Fighters. Magical. Aw, well, that's awesome. Did, did, yeah. That I mean, listen, I. I can honestly say I've never had my um, entrance music for an exit I was making out of my body. Um, <laughs> I think that would be cool if I was. It, let me think. What what kind of cool music would I want when I was Ooh. shitting? Um, I would probably. Um, oh, <clears throat> I would now again. I find myself <laughs> with my pants down. <laughs> <laughs> I I would want it like to be a big build up and then be like and now your 2023 Eric Woodward shit and then it goes dun 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 y'all ready for this no I'm just you strike me more as a three doors down man because that's how many stalls apart we are I'm getting closer pushing this head out of my little ass because I'm a loser wiping his my kryptonite <laughs> hell yeah oh that's good so public shits leaving bodily fluids everywhere uh no. it's been a hell of a week for you i know i'm not very proud of it it's been very haunting <laughs> <laughs> um can i I can't, I can't understand uh any boss would be so uh cold about a, 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 a something very very natural for a woman to do you know it's not like where i where i would say you know racist things and and anti-semitic semitic things at work all the time well here's the yeah. thing i fully i do fully understand and support him though in wanting to like because here's the thing i don't want it fucking happening ever again because it doesn't, you don't want it happening. I don't want people to see that. Um, I, I realized uh, it was a couple of weeks ago when I really splayed the back of the toilet. I was like, well, uh, there's a brush. I will take care of it. But it was pretty bad. So well, Here's the thing. We have one toilet in this office. So, like, I don't know if I explained this earlier. We have a bathroom that connects to the break room. There's no door in between them. Oh, there Jesus. is a door yeah, there is a door that goes just to both. So the rule in our office is you don't drop number twos in that bathroom. Yeah, otherwise you're just going to be eating your uh, your beef rice and then all of a sudden catch a, sm catch a whiff of that old fucking fish market you're letting out of your backside. Man, you're being super generous, Eric. Out of my backside. Dropping red holes out of your front butt. Um. Oh, man, there's a red herring coming out of my red herring. Yikes. So, um, no, there, there's so one door. So the rule is, like, you don't do number twos in that bathroom. Mm -hmm. That's why I've said in the past, my favorite coworker, Steve, has to come to me to get the key to the, like, lobby bathroom where everyone takes their shits so we all know what you're doing in there because there's only one thing that gets done in there so every time steve comes to me for the key i'm like oh little boy what are you what 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 are you doing little boy i do this because he's, he's polish so i'm like little boy what are we have ways of dealing with your shits huh hmm. um, i got 
cut. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, Eric knows this. I got shit on this week also because I made a post about how kids, uh, we should do a summer program for kids who have attention deficit disorder and call it concentration camp. <laughs> I got in a bunch of trouble. Out of all the things that my wife has done, I, I, I blow it off until she did it the second or third time. What because, does that mean? <laughs> out of all the things I won't even mention. But this was so bad and egregious. I finally said, uh, yeah, honey, you did it again. Because in the night, you take the entire roll of toilet paper into bed. That's about like two, 20 yards to the bed that is still with you. Oh, so, so. She, she walks out and uh, barefoot wet walks a, a, a whole thing of toilet paper from your bathroom to the bedroom. It's still it's still attached, like except for, the entire roll and umbilical is twenty cord. is 20, 20, <laughs> year, twenty yards to the bed. Oh, okay, nice. By, by the by, the third time I was like, yeah, yeah, you still you still have the toy paper to the bed. So that's the only time I've, I've complained. What, what's it like being married to Steve Martin from The Jerk? Um, <laughs> I don't understand. Um, I mean, I I do a lot of disgusting things. My wife could probably up one up me. By, by that number at yeah, the same I, time. I believe that. So, um, Eric Eric calling it the umbilical cord. <laughs> it's the umbilical, the forbidden umbilical cord. <laughs> can I uh, can I show you guys this one thing? I'm gonna I'm gonna yes. share a screen. I want to share you now. Uh, there's been a lot of good horror movies that are coming out in 2023. Mm -hmm. Ashley had a, gr a, a a great review for uh, uh, the what, what's the new joint you saw yesterday. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll be real quick. Um, I saw Talk to Me yesterday from A24, and I personally thought it kicked fucking ass. Um, I was legitimately terrified. I was invested. I, but it was fun in a way that, like, that type of enjoyment and excitement you feel when you would have probably been in high school. And you, you sort of predictably know certain things that are coming, but the fact that you know it's coming doesn't change your level of excitement that's so that how much i enjoyed this so it's gonna be that that high praise from one ashley pond and you're not an easy raider you'll you'll be the first one to say no. this movie's fucking shit um yeah i'm excited about this this trailer dropped uh about five days ago and i'd like to share it with you um it's only a minute long so i hope you guys enjoy this right here uh let me know when you can see the screen and i'll hit play i can see it all right here we go So cute. What is that? Oh, commercial, you bastards. Now this is it. You're interested? I could sell you that one. They're really that slow? Maybe they just tricked us all. In the jungle, she's a beta. But out here, she's an alpha. It is a wild animal. You don't even know what it eats. Alpha? It's a slaughterhouse. Oh, <laughs> slaughterhouse, gang. Are we excited to see? Are we excited to see slaughterhouse? 
I'm just so happy to see that Wendy's been getting work. Um, <laughs> Probably since the best uh, Nintendo game ever. So I, I just enjoyed. There's somebody who has made a movie about a realistic looking sloth that uh, murders people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm, uses I'm, the internet. <laughs> I'm waiting until we have our actual um, actor from the movie Crack Crackcoon as soon as it is re-released. Crackcoon. I'm going to make a movie about Tommy's dead dog and call it My Corpse Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> My Corpse and Vinny. <laughs> corpse and he just, he just you just see him crawl in his corpse up to somebody, and he's like, oh, I'm going to kill these two Utes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm very excited about Slother House. I know okay. nothing about it uh, other than uh, Jeremy was uncontrollably laughing the second he saw the sloth pop up. I was like, is, it, is that a fucking sloth that's killing people? And, and I saw it. Or I already saw it, and it still is good. So. Okay, good, good, good. So, uh, have, right. you, have you met any actors from Slother House, Jeremy? Uh, I've met them. I know them personally, and I will try to try the. I will try to have her on the show. Oh, cool. oh really? Nice. Uh, I do have one last little bit uh, before we hop into today's movie, uh, Jeremy. We got another voice message from our our dear sweet uncle Jeffrey. Uh, I have not listen to this yet so you'll be listening to it live with me now hey hey jerry hey 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 it's your uncle jeffrey hey 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 you remember remember when remember when i heard that uh the voice of god and it was uh you remember he sounded like at a ten commandments movie well, yeah, I heard him again. He told me you guys weren't weren't doing your little movie game last week. Um, so you know, if you do it this week, uh, you know, I've got a I got a suggestion. You know, if you want, if you got, you know, if you guys, if you want to do that that movie, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. You know, it's got that it's, it's got that girl Phoebe Cates in it. And uh, hey, you know, Jerry, hey, hey, I'm pretty sure there's a Jackson Brown song, and I'm pretty sure he sings <laughs> Always Be My Baby in that year. Hey, hey, and by the way, Jerry, you know anybody's getting rid of pieces for, for a riding lawnmower, Jerry? I don't, I don't have one. Just oh, God, one. Jeffrey. He never, he's undefeated every week. Have you found the spare parts he needed, Jer? Jeremy's hiding his face. He's having legit trauma. I, I can't. I can't watch Pants Best Times of Ridgemont High now because of this. I can't. I can't watch the movie anymore because of Jackson Brown and Jeffrey. I can't. I, okay. When I hear about you guys' family ties, you make me happy. My family doesn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> By the um, way, I still I still haven't seen uh, funny pages with Owen. Uh, Owen uh, Klein. Uh, I met I met Owen Klein. I I I e uh, the son of Phoebe <coughs> and Kevin Klein. So oh cool. Oh <sighs> well, let's get into today's film. Uh, we boy, do we got a banger on our hands this week? A Rutger Hauer special directed by Tony Malam. Uh, this is 1992 Split Second, um, which is a. Uh, about how long you need to watch this movie to realize it's a piece of garbage. Uh, but <laughs> Ashley, this is your pick this week. Why Split Second? So I watched Split Second for the first time a couple weeks ago because, like, 
I had seen images and stills. And in fact, Eric, I'm pretty sure we both pointed out that they've used pieces of it on like games we've played for game night mm-hmm. as like f- yeah free content they can use um and when i saw stills from this movie i was like oh my god it kind of looks like the alien the xenomorph and this is probably gonna be very fucking cool and then i watched it and i can't get that time back <laughs> <laughs> This movie is uh, like almost good uh, in a lot of respects, Um, except it's um, imagine every part of the movie that you were trying to do apart from just the cast itself and their overacting was just Mm. executed the worst possible way that's what you have yeah. in split second um it's it, like cinematic edging yeah you're like oh my just... god it might, it might it might be good it might, nope they're like hey this might this is a pretty camera angle but it'd be a be a shame if we just chopped it up with a bunch of bad editing right now wouldn't that be bad um, would, would, would you say that that's kind of like um uh max and the magical stones Kind of like uh, Harry Potter and um, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, uh, would I compare these movies to Split Second? Um, yes. In, would I, I mean, it's never been a thought that crossed my mind until you said it, but um, there's a big difference. Those movies are, um, are good. Um, I was going to say, just like what Eric said, split second is the amount of time it took me to realize this was a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say that it, uh, it, it had a great marketing campaign and had a lot of buzz around the movie. Unfortunately, the weekend it came out, it kind of flopped because it opened the exact same weekend as the Los Angeles riots of 1992. Uh, <laughs> not a lot of people went to the movies that weekend, you know, on account that the cities were burning over near Hollywood. That's a fair point. So, uh, <laughs> oh, speaking. Speaking of uh, the burning riots, uh, his first movie was called The Burning with uh, Jason Alexander. Oh, oh I nice. do like The Burning. Hell yeah! Um, I might have been. It might have been a bad porno film. I don't know. Yeah, this uh, the the movie opens up. It is the year. It's the apocalyptic future of two thousand and eight, uh, and <laughs> we are in uh, London where. Uh, pollution and global warming has just made the streets uh, basically like with one foot of water everywhere. <laughs> like it's not like it's not water world where you have to take a boat. You could just ride jeeps, but there's just water everywhere, just sitting water in the streets of London. Global um, warming has destroyed the city. There are inches of water everywhere. <laughs> it's not- a low budget water world. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, you get to see, uh, uh, our lead detective in this, uh, thriller, uh, played by the great Rutger Hauer, who's playing Harley Stone, uh, who, uh, in the opening scene, uh, heads to a local goth club, which I do like that there's titties the first minute of the movie. I do enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, there's some lady, uh, gets her chest ripped out in the bathroom as you, I'm first, I'm waiting for the weird part because we're at a goth club. This seems legit so far. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the, the uh, plot point of the woman shaking her breasts over and over again yeah. was really important in the movie. <laughs> yes. Just, I needed it to keep me interested. I, I do like that he was like, man, I can feel you find out really quickly that he's like psychically linked to this killer. He could feel its heartbeat whenever he gets close. And the lady, he talks to the lady who's about to get murdered in the bathroom. He's like, hey, are you all right in there? And he's like, fine. He's like, okay. 
Well, I'm going to go stare at these tits really close up for a couple minutes. I'll be right back. <laughs> well, I, by the way, I understand if neither of you had the thought that I had. I might just be stupid. I'm not sure. But I kept waiting for some reason to think that she was going to have a dick. Yeah. Like, that he was like, no, I'm not kidding. Like, I legitimately was waiting that, like, oh, she's an undercover cop. Oh, he's into trans people. And then she never had a cock, and I felt confused the rest of the movie. Oh, now that's that would be the first shootout. Rudger Hauer versus that lady's penis. Um, real good old swashbuckling. Uh, I just assumed it belonged there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, have you ever met someone and be like, I don't know, man. That jawline. I feel like you've got to be missing a dick somewhere. Like it's. Yeah. Is that a is that a real term where two dudes uh, bang dicks against each other? Is that called swashbuckling? I call yeah. it camping because you're running two sticks together. <laughs> I, I don't know all the terminology for these things. Uh, yeah, we call it. That's what I call the dough roller. Um, so um, <laughs> it only happens at Ocean City. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I know about docking, so I made a song about it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. So I do like that he finds the lady dead in there, and then he just starts running around the club, pointing guns at people and saying, "You, you see something? You fucking, see, you fucking saw it? Did you see the? Did you see a ten foot monster in here?" Somebody must have seen something. Uh, you, you, just pointing his gun at people. Dude, I have to say that is one of the most disjointed scenes I've ever witnessed in a movie of just no idea what's going on, just waving the gun, no concept of any plot points. I is new to me. This he does new. he does go out in the alleyway and then scream to the heavens though. I can hear your heartbeat. <laughs> I will find you. I'll find you. You fuck. There you go. Listen to that great acting by the great Rutger that's, Hour. That's my favorite song with uh, Tiffany. I can feel your heartbeat. I can hear your heartbeat. Do you and know I, what she the, was talking about in that song, Jeremy? Uh, In her mouth? Yeah, when a guy's dick is hard, you feel heartbeat. <laughs> I'm very open-minded. <laughs> it's fun. You're just like, oh, I love you, too. <laughs> it's very cool. Uh, we met... Then we meet our uh, our polar opposite to uh, the the hard nosed um, uh, uh, gumption of a Harley Stone, his uh, his hard boiled exterior. Uh, we get the the up late the uptight laced up Dick Durkin, uh, who Jeremy likes to point out is Dick Durbin, a former political uh, guy. Um, Minor minority whip. Minority Whip Dick Durbin, uh, but this is Dick Durkin, and uh, you can see he just talks kind of like a gay. Then what? He started raving like a lunatic, totally out of control. It took four officers to subdue him. Where is he now? Lock up. What happened to him? A serial killer murdered his partner, Foster, three years ago. He was there when it happened. Survivor's guilt. Nah, just plain guilt. Had an affair with Foster's wife. Left her. Uh, Hit the booze, went over the edge. Now he lives on anxiety, coffee, and chocolate. If you ask me, he's nuts. That's <laughs> if you ask me, he's people, nuts. People compare this to uh, uh, True Detective. They always say uh, <laughs> True Detective was a great show. This movie sucks. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So, uh, 
Uh, he gets to meet. Uh, by the way, they boat everywhere in in modern London now. It's basically like Venice, uh, except with worse uh, teeth. And oh, I'll say Eric's being super generous. I would not call it Venice. Have you ever been to Alligator Alley down in uh, Florida near the Georgia Line? Uh, we take airboats everywhere. It's yeah, a little bit like that. <laughs> yeah, it is like that. London has now become fancy Florida. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, everybody, everybody realizes uh, in. The- the 80s that uh global warming has destroyed everything and we're all underwater and uh yeah now we uh we get to hear uh uh dick dick durkin meets uh harley and uh he tells uh they're talking about the the murder that just happened at the club it's a gun killer's back <gasps> i thought you said this guy wouldn't be back sir only evidence and research shows that a serial killer of this type doesn't come back who is this Detective Dick Duckin. Are you sure it's him? He ripped her heart out. Her heart? What for? Maybe he eats him for breakfast. This wasn't in the police reports or the newspaper. And it's never gonna be. You got that? Jesus. If they get wind of this, they'll have a field day. This changes things. I thought we were dealing with a psychotic, not a psychopath. Oh man, uh, the voices that you hear there, other than Dirk Durbin, is their uh, uh, police chief, played by uh, Alun Armstrong, uh, and he—he's uh, most famously known as the guy for Braveheart who fucks Braveheart over uh, in the movie, and then Braveheart rides into his uh, room on a horse one night and just bashes his fucking face in with a mace. Um, so Actually, I, I'm so. surprised I couldn't tell the difference between the other guy from uh, Alien Three as one of the. Uh, the uh, the prisoners yeah pete uh yeah pete uh posts uh lith white yeah he's the he's one of the prisoners from alien 3 and he's he's like the dispatch guy there who, who Riker howard just bitches around by the way Riker howard also just does nothing but drink sugar with a little bit of coffee in it constantly like he pours like a whole thing of sugar and just makes some brown water on top of it he's he's the villain from men in black Sugar in water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, at, at one point, I said to myself, "Is Rutger Hauer a really shitty actor in this, or is it other? Is it is it all the directors making uh, making a really shitty actor? I, I don't understand. I think it's a group effort." Yeah, it's a real um, group shit effort that was put forth. Although I will say, Rutger Hauer is trying to make fun of the noir style cop and just, I think, playing it over the top. He is kind of fun to watch, uh, especially when he tries to run places. Like when you just see him move like an old man constantly, he's like, hold on, I got to hustle up. And he almost doesn't move at a different speed. He just moves his arms more. <laughs> I, I almost question is it like. Is there editing that can make a, a, a an actor shitty? Because I, I think of him as probably my top twenty actors because of mm-hmm. like uh, um, uh, because of Blade Runner and, the, and he, the Hitcher. There's a lot of great Rutger Howard roles. Buffy the even, Vampire Slayer. He, even Hobo with a Shotgun. It was a great role for him. Mm. I don't understand it. Well, I mean, we were talking earlier. I loved Eric and Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's like they can take me freedom but they can't take me toilet paper (laughs) uh, (laughs) and I just fucking I go out and face a whole fucking army of people and throw like a giant roll of toilet paper it streams across it's attached to Jeremy's wife's leg Um, so (laughs) William Mr. William Walpus 
<laughs> so uh uh, we get to see some of the things around the police station. Like uh, he goes to a gun range. The gun range has full wooden targets that he just can explode whenever he wants. Why would you ever leave? I feel like that's a lot of the police budget are these breakable targets that he's shooting constantly. I can't understand a fucking thing going on in this movie. <laughs> um, there is a scene also where he goes back to the murder spot at the goth club and just lays in the chalk outline. And he's like, and they're like, Ike, you go get the fuck out of here. He's like, I'm working right now. <laughs> <laughs> just that laying, was in wild. The, laying in the bloody pile where the body was. He's making a blood angel just like me. <laughs> um, we, he then heads you to know, the... It, yeah. it, you realize uh, somebody wrote this and like, this is pretty funny. It still is pretty shitty and, and not funny, but we're going to make it in this fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. I heard rumors. That there, there are some people that rumor that this movie originally, when in 92, uh, was... Uh, Originally, it started off as a script to be a uh, a Venom movie, um, which the character kind of looks like Venom, but they uh, could never secure the Marvel rights to a Venom. Mm. And after rewrite and rewrite, Rutger Hauer was really just wanted to see uh, liked this script called uh, Pentagram, I think it was called, that got reworked into this. But the creature still very much looks like an evil Venom-like character with claws uh, and sharp teeth or... Really, it looks like those fucking creatures from the Max. If Jeremy remembers the show, the Max at all, but uh, yeah, it was okay, okay, cartoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was no the head, but um, so uh, he uh, he goes to the second crime scene and uh, they find his calling card, which is just this shitty circle with a triangle in it. It's stupid. You'll find out it's a map later. Um, he then tells him that the monster's ten foot tall because he could feel it, and he eventually breaks down and starts popping shots off in the alleyway, screaming for his old post, uh, partner Foster. Uh, that's Australian for dead. Um, and <laughs> he he then goes uh, to meet up with. Well, he goes to his his buddies his partner's old uh gravesite and his ex-wife is of course just hanging out there as you do yeah you, you hang out by the crypt that your uh your husband is dead in uh and uh, the wife uh, the the widow is played by kim cattrall uh in probably the most awkward of sexual chemistries i've ever seen recorded i couldn't see them being less into like there's times where and, and I know we'll get there, but there's a time where the monster attacks her and he goes to the hospital and like, he's like, Hey, are you okay? And she's like hysterical. And then he just open eye kisses her out of nowhere. And it makes no sense. And it's fucking yeah. off. I don't even think she expected it in the scene. It was just like, Rutger Howard's going to get his smooches. Um, <laughs> it was so bad. She is so bad in this movie. Yeah. I just, I just feel like this is the nerd version of sex in the city. Yeah, sex, I, I'd like to think that every <laughs> every scene was a one take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on to the next one. Come on, Kimmy. It's time to go to the next scene. Um, so, uh, meanwhile, uh, the killer heads to Kim's apartment, and she's just showering, and it's just a re reason, a plot point to get her showering. And meanwhile, the monster's actually killing a, somebody else who's showering in a floor below. Like he has this psychic link that brings him nowhere helpful to where the actual thing is <laughs> happening. That's the running bit. And he walks into the downstairs room, and Dick Durkin just gets fucking shotgun blasted in the chest and flies out of the window. You're like, cool, that fucking douchebag 
Fang's dead. I can't be happier yeah. with the, with the movie. It's finally business is picked up. And then yep. they, there's a gunfight where you don't see you just see the tip of the gun that's shooting. Okay, so there's a shotgun, which means this monster uses a gun. You've and I'll let you know right now, you'll never see this monster with a gun in its hand in this movie. When you do see it, it it's just big and dumb, and I don't know yeah. how it can shoot guns. But the way it's edited, it almost looks like uh, 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 Rutger Hauer is just shooting himself because it just shows him in random parts of the room, and now he's jumping over a TV when he was in the kitchen a second ago. And I'm like, is he is he Wiley? Is he doing a Bugs Bunny play here where he's <laughs> shooting and pretending to be the other thing too? I don't know what's happening. It makes no sense, and I have to tell you because, like, I I know what I'm about to say is sort of jumping ahead a little bit, but I have to bring this up. This entire fucking movie, I thought we were going to find out that like Rudger Hauer's character was the monster, that he was like Jekyll and hiding this shit. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I got to be honest, wouldn't have been perfect, but it kind of would have made sense. Then it's go, oh, filmed okay, like yeah. you're supposed to believe that that's the case. Yes. Correct. So the whole time I'm just like, oh, that would make sense why he keeps having this like psychic link with it. But then he can't quite find it. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. Why does he have the same mental GPS as like the fucking Waze app? Like you're close, but you're yeah. not quite there. It was terrible. I couldn't figure that shit out. <laughs> this is better. This is better than The Shining. That um, Jack Nicholson is actually normal and Wendy is crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he ends up. Uh, uh, the monster ends up escaping. Where you do briefly see an eight foot monster that can walk through walls like the fucking Kool Aid Man, um, <laughs> just briefly for a second. And uh, uh, he oh goes, yeah, he goes <laughs> to check on Kim Cattrall, and she just got bit on the on the neck or whatever. Yeah, he and he's like, yeah, it bit me, but it didn't rip my heart out. What the fuck? Am I not heart rippable enough? Um, so I felt that way before. Can we can we talk about the most important plot point? Yeah. That she's showering and she's naked and and she slaps him and then a second later, I was showering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And she's just in totally in a good mood. It's so odd. It makes no sense. But no, sorry, real quick, Eric, about the about the bite thing. Again, I'm also feeling like I'm led to believe that she got bit. Is she gonna like? turn into one of these things yeah yeah that makes sense right no not gonna but what you do find out is that he has a bad dream after that and of, of his old partner getting pulled down where he gets attacked by this thing and scraped and it is a really cool scar that they just reveal when he wakes up he's got fucking claw marks that go down his mm -hmm. arm and chest that look pretty badass and he's like oh fuck i woke up and he walks out and fucking douchebag dick durkin is waiting in the hallway he's like oh that's that explains the psychic link between you two they, okay cool that's like what the fuck are you alive and he was just like bulletproof vest i could just fly out of an eight-story building because they had they showed him climbing up eight stories instead they blow him out the window he's like it's okay i had a bulletproof vest also i had a parachute and i'm fine now bring me your finest sex potions um like it's fucking nonsense how is, how is he still alive and how did he get shot? All of a sudden he's there. It's like uh, this makes no sense whatsoever. Doesn't. No, it's it's terrible. And but you know why? Again, again, it continues to give you the alien vibes because then mm -hmm. the, dealing with Dick Durkin, which sounds like something you fucking eat if you're a vegan on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what I can't stand is again, yeah, just like Eric pointed out, the the flying out the window thing. I thought, okay, Dick Durkin is gonna be a fucking android right like he won't be human 
He'll yeah. be like a robot. I'm like, cool. Let's do that. That never fucking happens either. No, not <laughs> none of these cool things. And by the way, we've rewritten multiple different ways you could have taken this to make the movie better. Um, uh, I, for all the the, the MST3K sh- uh, of f- fans, my favorite part was from uh, Space Mutiny, where they bring a woman back in the next scene that already died, but she's back again. They're like, she died. She died, and then there she is in the next scene. Why? Why is this movie so bad? God, I I, I don't understand. Like, as a QA, former QA analyst, it's the number one rule I have is, like, consistency. Consistency. Make it make make sense. By Um, the way, by the way, Anakin Skywalker was one of the best fighter pilots. I mean, uh, he did pod races. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so meanwhile, uh, he has this flashback. Uh, Durkin's alive. He goes to Michelle and visit her in the hospital. There's that weird kiss we mentioned earlier. He then goes to visit the morgue, and the monster's just in the morgue. There's a shootout. But now Durkin's convinced, even though he got blown away by this eight-foot monster, like, last scene, he's like, now I believe that it's a real thing because I actually saw it, even though it shot me in the fucking chest and put two bucks in me. That doesn't matter. And uh, they come to this conclusion, which is probably the best line from the movie. We got to get big fucking guns. So they go to the armory and I love how loose the laws are for the uh, gun room at the police station. They're like, we're going to need bigger guns. He's like, well, you can't take that. That's a neutron bomb. If you take that one, I'll have to do paperwork. And they're just like, shut up, faggot. We're taking all the guns right now. And they finally get machine gun shotguns that hold 500 rounds, which actually look pretty rad. And I will say the gun design of the future guns, all really solid looking. They all look like RoboCop would mount them to any shoulder or insert them into any compartment on his personage um so uh it it really gets us to the uh the big ending of the movie uh durkin at one time gets a uh gets a car a, a thing carved into his chest which we don't see it just appears and he's like he shoots up his apartment and then he's like oh god i'm bleeding oh my god there's an entire piece of artwork that's been scribbled into my chest isn't that isn't that something boy are my nipples hard right now <laughs> um and then <laughs> uh he uh he they've realized it's a map it's really dumb and uh they the point on the map is somewhere in the sewers where they got to go find it and uh somehow michelle gets abducted during all this okay so rescue michelle kill monster uh the monsters also has dna of every serial killer who's ever lived and everybody it's ever eaten and um it's also his ex-partner um so just to get all that out there it's all these things and, and at once okay don't try to don't try to understand it but uh to get into the sewers they have to go meet the the rat catcher who's played by a great character actor michael j pollard probably most famously known for in uh the movie scrooged i remember him he's like the bum in scrooged that lives in the uh sewers um i just talked to you guys about uh my uh my favorite pollard film with uh dennis hopper called uh riders on the storm they mm-hmm. uh ride in a in a in a in a jet all the time but my favorite favorite i knew him so much i loved him so much in star trek the episode with mary uh and he was like he was like the head of the the cult kids where they were like they were supposed to be like 300 years old but they're they they still seem like they're 16 mm-hmm. and also 
They had they all died of psoriasis. This blue, <laughs> this blue blue psoriasis. When 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 Captain Picard, I mean um, I mean Kirk, he says, "I want to help you. I'm a grub, but I want to help you." So. Oh, okay. Yeah, Michael J. Pollard. He, he if you ever notice, he's a very distinctive voice. He he kind of talks like this, you know, man. I hey, gotta, hey. I gotta do that. Mm-hmm. Hey, he went to the hospital. He had Doctor Zayas up his butt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We then see uh, they get down there. Uh, they find the the rat catcher dead like two minutes later as they're just trapping through here. Finally, come to find Kim Cattrall, who is uh, strung up with the only beam of light in the sewer. She's tied up there by her hands, and they're like, "Don't break the circle." There's something I don't know why they can't break the circle, but apparently, if you reach into it from a train above there, it's a better thing than actually just trying to grab her from below. Doesn't make any sense to me. I just it's. The fucking dumb as hell but as that's happening of course they're trying to rescue her and get her down uh the monster starts uh coming at them uh i like the scene where it runs all the way down the train car and just like the hand doesn't move it's just like and it's not even the claws it's just his wrist that's cutting through the whole top of the train like this literally Uh, is uh freddy krueger yeah yeah he's a full-on freddy krueger we also get to see the monster is a full-grown venom 10-foot monster all black giant teeth no eyes uh so completely different um and um this fight scene goes on from back and forth uh rutger hauer eventually drops a uh, grenade on him and as the grenade explodes in the train car and they're out he decides to take this moment to make out with kim cattrall's character on the ground <laughs> <laughs> Like, like they're not even at a safe distance. He's like, <laughs> it, it's. I could hear the moistness yeah. of that. Mi- I hated it every second of it. Hated it. Um, and then they were like, "Well, that didn't do it. I guess we better electrocute this thing." And they just somehow find a random wire that's just bleeding electricity. Like, there's no explanation of why this wire is here and why it has so much slack sitting in the water down there. It seems like an OSHA violation to begin with. <laughs> what do I know, though? Uh, they shock the thing, and it kind of hurts it a little bit. And luckily, they get their feet out of the water, so it doesn't shock them. Um, and then, that still doesn't kill it, Rutger Hauer fully Mortal Kombat canos the monster and rips its heart out of its chest. And as it's laying on the ground, the other two, Kim Control and Dick Durbin, unload on it with automatic shotguns, just blowing chunks of the monster, just carcass up off the ground, which actually kind of rocks. And it ends with uh, fucking Rutger Hauer, Harley, holding the heart. Sweet dream. And shooting it with a gun out of his own hand. <laughs> Which, there's so much to fucking unpack there. In, in the sense of, like, there's no mourning for the fact that the discovery of who this is, right? Like, there's no, like, oh, my God, this is devastating. Yeah. How could this have happened to him? There's like, nah, just fucking shoot him. Yeah, Kim Cattrall at no point is like, hey, is this my ex-husband? Like, she doesn't even do that. Uh, yeah. She's like, no, we'll just get, just kill it. It's fine. Um, can, can, yeah. we give, can, can we give some PSA music to this? Um, no, but I can, give you some, um, I can give you some Leonard from Full Metal Jacket music. That's ready. That's close. All, All right, right, go for it. Everybody. Uh, this is a PSA from uh, Gun Safety. 
never shoot something in your hand because it'll never be a good thing because it's right by your hand you're probably gonna blow your hands off so kids don't shoot things in your hand. By the way, they've also shown that these rounds can explode giant wooden chunks up on impact. You know what I mean? Like he shouldn't have a hand if the gun mechanics work that way. I, uh, I wish I wish you could have done uh, Baker Street instead, but that's close enough. <laughs> um, so uh, the movie is just ridiculous. Now I will say this whole last ending scene. It does make up for the gore and violence that's lacking throughout the entire fucking movie because the rest of the movie plays like a really shitty mystery. Um, I will say I loved the whole last 10 minutes of this movie. I'm going to say I hated the entire movie and I realized that I think the whole reason for uh, Ashley uh, making this the movie because there were so many rat references and jokes. There are a lot of rats in it, yeah. Well, but, but you know what though? Did I make a did I make any rat jokes? No, no. You could have, and I and I was really going to encourage it. At the same time, I hated the movie until I saw uh, Jay Pollard, the, the character from Michael Scrooge. J. That really, yeah. it really, it drew me back, kind of like Scar, like uh, Godfather Three. So it drew me back in. Doesn't Michael well, J. Pollard kind of look like the Baron from Dune too, just a little bit? I know he's not the same actor, but like I feel like they're brothers or something, you know? Give him like two hundred more pounds, that could be the same exact act. I knew you could. <laughs> I knew you could. With lots of zits all over his face. Uh, I have, uh, I have the last line of the movie here, which just shows, you know. Dick Durkin, he's had a real turn. He was a really tight ass, and he's become a fun-loving cop by the end. You know, the fun cops that we all love. Once again, the black mask power prevails over evil. Yes, Detective Dick Durkin and his psychic sidekick Harley Stone can relax for a moment before they are called forth once more to do battle with the forces of darkness. Durkin, shut up. And that brings us to an end. A split second as they had this jazzy music ending of them riding a boat like fucking Miami Vice. It just, there's so many odd choices. Ashley, your final thoughts on split second. You know, me dripping period blood on a toilet is only the second most embarrassing thing I could have done this week next to picking this movie. <laughs> Oh, man. No, Ashley, listen, the period blood is actually way better than this. Um, So, uh, Jeremy, uh, your final thoughts on Split Second, uh, which is uh, also the same amount of time it takes for you to come. I thought uh, this was still a much better movie than uh, Avatar. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say if you uh, enjoy a real bad movie but you love Rutger Hauer, check it out. It's free on Tubi. Um, I did. It's it's worth a watch. If you watch nothing else, watch the first 20 minutes and then watch the last 10 minutes, and you could have a really good half hour of time um, watching him be a dick to people uh, and all types of fun stuff like that. Ashley, what do you got on the docket coming up? 
Uh, you can always find me um, at ashleypontiuslaughs.com and on my Instagram. So I have a big show coming up Friday night in Greencastle. I'm self-producing a show with Megan Graves and Macy Morris called Hot Girl Summer. We still have a few tickets left, so I'd love it if people came to that. So Greencastle it up this weekend, bitches. We're going to go see these ladies do jokes. Woo! Get out there. Buy them up. Ashley Pontius laughs. All things Eric Comedy at ericcomedy.com. I have not a lot of shows on the dock for this month because I went on vacation and gave up on life. But I'll be returning soon. Um, and you can hear me on, uh, if you're listening to this today and you woke up, you will hear me on 98 Rock uh, this morning as well as I'm filling in on the 27th, another Monday. So check me out those times. Jeremy, take us out of here. I've seen bad movies before. Like these are like tears in the rain. <laughs>